0: In the name of one God, who is the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, Amen. My uh, my world has recently seen a dramatic change, and I guess as those things happen, some things have remain the same, and some things um, are radically different, and uh, the reason I I say that and the reason for that is uh, with the retirement of Joe Warren, um, whom um, I certainly loved and was blessed by his ministry, and I know the same is true um, for you as well, but with the retirement of Joe, I I stepped into the um, pastoral ministry, um, which has been uh, a blessing, which has been an honor, which is um, unending. Um, I, I, I'm part of the Joe Warren fan club um, on a daily basis. Um, y'all have come to know me some more through birthday calls, uh, anniversary calls. In fact, I'm to save some time. I'm just going to call them out now. Um, and if you'll stand um, as I call it out, that'd be great. Um, but uh, as I say, it's been it's it's been a change, but it, it really has been a great blessing as well. Uh, and and a genuine honor. And the reason I I share that with you, and it's not surprising the reason behind that, it's because uh, you have the honor and the blessing of being invited into uh, people's lives and the full spectrum of their lives, the the joys and the blessings and the celebrations, the the trials uh, and the temptations and the sorrows at times, uh, of receiving times, of loss, the, the entirety uh, of the human condition, the, the tremendous honor, the tremendous blessing to be uh, invited in. And as you're invited in as well, um, there is to some degree in those times a certain lifting of the veil um, which takes place. Some of, the, um, some of the facades and some of the veils which we so often surround ourselves with are, are removed, and there is uh, the blessing um, in that relationship. Well, I share that with you. Um, this morning both by way of thanksgiving but also by way of introduction as well because we hear this morning uh, from Luke's Gospel and we hear the account of Jesus's transfiguration uh, before the eyes of Peter and John and James and in that there is a momentary lifting of the veil. Um, Jesus is revealed to them. He's transfigured before them for who he really is in the midst of them. Uh, much more than just a a great teacher or a miracle worker or a healer but none other than god himself uh, in their very midst in their very presence jesus is revealed momentarily and in all of his fullness before their eyes Uh, and as is so true of god it's it's perfect timing um, for this encouragement and this assurance which is given to peter and to john and to james and also given to you and to me as well because surely Um, In our lives, in our faith, in our walk with the Lord, there is the importance and the necessity of those encouragements, of those assurances, of who God is, of who God is in relationship with you and with me, and what is the substance of our hope. Uh, Jesus, uh, we hear, takes Peter and James and John with him uh, as he goes to pray. As, As Luke often records, Jesus draws aside during important moments during um, transitional moments to have that time of fellowship and communion uh, with his heavenly father and um, they go up with him and as will later happen in the garden of Gethsemane we hear that they are weary they are weighed down uh, and they quickly fall asleep and I certainly understand that just recently I don't know it was a a week or two ago uh, Paula woke up about three in the morning and and Paul is a sharer um, and so, when, 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 when she's up, she is, well, she knows that I'd like to be up with her. And so, um, she woke up and, 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 and she began to share, and, and, I, and I listened. And after listening for a minute, uh, apparently, um, I, I, I fell asleep and, and began to snore. And um, <laughs> uh, apparently, that's insensitive. Uh, so, anyway. just. In case, gentlemen, you find yourself in that situation, um, don't snore. Um, that's your dead. Uh, that's your dead giveaway. Well, I, I, I really, I readily recognize they're uh, they're they're weary and they're weighed down. There's been a lot going on in their lives. Uh, shortly before the passage, which we're hearing this morning, Jesus asked them. Um, from, goes from the general to the pointed question. He asks them, what do people say about him? Who do they say that I am? And of course, you remember Peter's response. You are the Christ, the son of the living God. And with that uh, confession, with that sort of fleeting recognition of who Jesus is, Jesus begins to tell them um, what his Messiahship will look like, how he will deliver us, um, how he will rescue and ransom and redeem us. He speaks of the time is coming when he will be handed over, when he will be Rejected when he will suffer many things, when he will be crucified, and on the third day he will be raised again. And he tells them as well of the importance for them to take up their cross um, and to follow him, to deny themselves, to, uh, in essence, entrust not just portions but the entirety of their lives to their relationship with him, to their following of him. It's, uh, To say the least, it's a lot for them to take in. Uh, it would be a lot for you and for me to take in as well. And as I mentioned, in God's wonderful timing, he gives both um, encouragement uh, and assurance uh, of not only who he is, but of his sufficiency for us, for our lives, and for our salvation. Uh, They fall asleep, and and they wake, and as they wake, we see that they see Jesus transfigured before them, and not Jesus alone, but he's talking with Moses and Elijah, representative uh, of the law and the prophets, and Jesus as speaking with them, Jesus as the fulfillment of both of those, as the fulfillment of the law, as the fulfillment of the prophets. We see that Jesus is speaking with them, but not simply are we told that Jesus uh, is appearing and speaking with Moses and Elijah, but also they are I'm speaking about the departure which he will accomplish at Jerusalem. uh, And that the departure which he will accomplish at Jerusalem, what that points to is the substance of our assurance. What is the substance of our hope? Because what is being referred to there, of course, is the cross. Uh, That the exodus, that um, the deliverance, that the victory uh, of God will be accomplished once and for all through the cross and through the resurrection. And not simply um, will the victory of God be accomplished once and for all through the cross and through the resurrection, but yours and my assurance, yours and my hope, yours and my salvation and deliverance will be accomplished as well. The amazing news which is proclaimed to us is this, is that our salvation does not rest upon our own changeable and subjective spiritual condition. Our salvation does not depend upon our often changeable, and subjective spiritual condition, but it depends upon God's eternal plan. And that is phenomenal Um, good news to you and to me, an amazing gift and strength um, to you and to me. We see that from the very beginning, um, there is a plan of salvation. Moses and Elijah are speaking with Jesus about the exodus which he will accomplish at Jerusalem. This isn't something that um, suddenly happened that God had to redeem, uh, this is something within the plan and purpose of God from the very beginning that yours and my hope and strength and salvation are not based on our measuring up to the law. It's not based upon our accomplishments. It's not based upon our substance, but upon His and what He will accomplish once and for all um, through the cross and the resurrection. Jesus' departure um, is the ultimate and once and for all victory over the powers of sin and death. And it's the gift of God given to you and to me, received. And faith by which we are delivered, by which we are made free, by which we are made uh, heirs of all the promises of God filled with a hope uh, which all the subjective things of this life and our character um, cannot take away from us. This is uh, revealed um, before us. This is revealed before them and of course Peter, as he's wont to do, begins to uh, begins to speak to try uh, and fill that void and, and nothing silences you like the cloud and the voice of God. Um, we hear that suddenly Peter uh, didn't have a whole lot to say um, as God speaks and says, this is my son, my, my chosen, um, listen um, to him. And then an amazing um, thing happens. We hear um, that the cloud uh, and they would have known uh, symbolic of the power of God, of the very presence of God in the midst of them. We hear um, that Um, As uh, the cloud has gone, that that moment uh, of fear, that moment of anxiety which they experience, uh, and then as the um, cloud uh, disappears, uh, we see Jesus alone. And those are words uh, which I would invite you to reflect upon for you um, to take to heart. We see Jesus alone at that time. And what I would like to share with you, um, not only this morning but always, is the sufficiency of Uh, of Jesus alone for our lives, whatever the situations we find ourselves in, whether times uh, of blessing and rejoicing and thanksgiving, whether in times uh, of doubt and trial and struggle uh, and loss, regardless uh, of the spectrum, we have Jesus alone who is sufficient for us, uh, for our hope, for our salvation, um, for the things that are necessary um, for this life and for the life to come. We see that in God's great love and his great mercy, Uh, That Jesus did not depart um, with Moses and Elijah, but stayed with the disciples. Stayed um, that he might continue toward Jerusalem, that he might continue to the cross and the resurrection. That through his blood shed for us, you and I might be people um, who are strengthened, who are forgiven, who are restored. Uh, We see the good news that Jesus alone uh, has come into the world um, for the sins of all of us. Uh, That Jesus alone, through the cross and the resurrection, defeats the powers of sin and death. Uh, And Jesus alone is our strength, is our hope, is our salvation. And we can hold fast to that and give thanks for that. In the name of our God, who is the Father and who is the Son and who is the Holy Spirit. Amen.